Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions. Connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs, across the world or across town. And now, the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. We want to wish you a very, very victorious Easter. This is Easter Sunday weekend, and uh, man, people from all over the land will make their ways to churches this Sunday, and uh, some, they go just seldom, but on Easter, there's an urge to go. And in places saying, oh, they just come on Sunday, make the most of it and let them know that they can be a part of what God is up to. And uh, so today we want to have a special program encouraging you. Uh, if this is heard before Easter Sunday morning, it'll encourage you. If you're hearing it after, it will encourage you for what was done and what could be done next year. Our guest today is Terry Pierce. Terry, welcome. Thank you, Bert. It's great to be here. And let me just share with you, Terry is uh, chairman of the board of here at American Family Association, just a great guy who has served the Lord in helping AFA be effective and staying on target with what we do. And his heart is what I want you to hear today, his heart for people, his heart for the Great Commission of reaching others for Christ. And brother, it's good for me to work at a place whose chairman of the board has a heart for missions. Well, thank you, Brother Bird, and it's such a privilege to be here with you. You've been a dear, precious friend, and sort of your uh, movement into this position where you're on the radio and doing what uh, wonderful job that you're doing opened the door for me to come onto this board a number of years ago. So I've had the privilege to um, be with AFA now, and if I could just say a word as as chairman of the board and, and to our to our listening audience today, what a privilege uh, for those of you that support this ministry and pray for us and uh, give to this ministry. Let me just tell you, sometimes you need to hear this from somebody that's sort of a little bit on the outside but has a vision and an opportunity to see into this ministry. God is blessing this organization and, and what it's doing. I, I became a part of this as a pastor back in Georgia in the late 80s and uh, listened to Don Wildman on the radio and was there watching and listening as America was going through all the battles that we were. And there was something about that man's spirit and there was something about what God was doing in that gentleman's life that drew me again and again to hear that message and to implement principles and uh, to share uh, the, the culture change in my church, in my local church. And this is the key, our listening audience hearing this, all the programs that AFA does and AFR does every single day. Folks, this in the local church level, Bird and I have a pastor's heart. That's what we care about. And it's translating that message. This is what I pray for this organization for. Uh, my heartbeat is, is that they simply motivate the local church folks to take up that cross, follow Jesus, and let's bring about uh, the gospel to, to our communities and to our families. And so, guys, when you support this organization, it is a tremendous blessing of what God is doing here. Amen, brother. You know, we know that we need to be involved in the cultural uh, attitude of everything. Amen. I call it I call it the stewardship of our citizenship. Amen. Amen. If we were under a different kind of government, <laughs> we would have a different kind of calling. 
but in a, a repu- you know democratic republic, yes. we're called on to vote and to be involved and to share, and that's what we do, and that's part of what we do. My my honest heart is uh, that we would have an unhindered gospel. I, the reason I we fight for the family so yes. hard, the reason we fight fight for life so hard, and so many issues, and the freedom of worship is for the unhindered gospel. Yes, yes sir, and, and, I, and that's what I appreciate about this organization. I think we sometimes take for granted that uh, in the local church that that we have that freedom, and, and, and one of the things that I hope the younger generation picks up on this is that, man, we, we what a privilege we have at this season in our democracy to be able to, uh, unencumbered with the gospel in the local church, reach our communities. That's why we're talking about here today is doing mm-hmm. that very thing. It is. Well, let's move on. We've talked about the mission of AFA, so we're still on target. We did not chase a rabbit. How about that's that? Pretty that's good. pretty good. That's good. For two Baptist preachers. That's really, really Somebody good. Somebody write that down at home. Yeah. Well, let's give a local identity to you. You're chairman of the board, but you're also pastor of Tupelo Free Will Baptist Church here in Tupelo, Mississippi, and you've been there quite a few years. Had the privilege to uh, shepherd this congregation. They put up with me for 16 years, and we hope to see I, that go forward. <laughs> I want to just tell you, they don't put up with him. They love him and admire him, and I'm one of those. I'm I'm in the Ter- Terry Pierce fan club. I am one of those you, guys, and I appreciate it. But what I wanted you on for this Sunday was because of the outreach that you guys do, especially yeah. on Easter weekend. And uh, this came about several years ago, didn't it? Did it not? Yeah, it's uh, it was really neat. Uh, and it, I wish I could tell you it was my idea, and I had all these great plans. But, <laughs> but, 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 People bring but, those <laughs> ideas to the pastor. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I can't take credit for any of it. I never even dreamed about it. Uh, God just began to to really take the the messages that we've been preaching about evangelism and about heartbeat for our community, and that became a strategic focus of uh, our philosophy of our church. And through that, members of the congregation said, "Well, preacher, if you're going to preach on it, let's do it." And I go, "That's not <laughs> bad preaching right there." And so I said, "What do you what do you want to do?" And they came up with the idea that uh, let's do something in our community that nobody else does, and that would really give us a chance to uh, to share the gospel. And so it became um, uh, something that we thought about having an Easter egg hunt on our campus, and then we say, well, people are still, you know, sort of sometimes can be anti-church or don't feel comfortable walking even on a church campus. So our members of our congregation to me said, hey, we've got connections in the city. Tupelo is a very friendly, um, you know, relationship with the, with churches, and they're very open to let churches, you know, have a part in the city. They understand that we add to the city culture, and uh, so that's a great thing about living in this community, and we, we appreciate that so much. So some of our folks say, Let's go to the to the Veterans Park, a city park here in town, and let's um, you know just do it there. And so the whole community can get involved. And from there, Brother Bert, we had a goal to set for a thousand people. Two thousand people showed up, and uh, we gave away. <laughs> did you have enough? <laughs> well, the first year we did run out, and uh, you know we and it's and we started with ten thousand eggs that we had that first year, and now we're doing forty thousand, and we're having about over five thousand people to come in. Five thousand wow. people. It's, it's been amazing. And again, you know. It's just literally our people listen to the gospel message. They came and said, Preacher, you need to get on board with this, catch up with us, and and it's just been a God thing. So you're able to share Christ with them. Yeah. It's and a, you're really doing it with the most precious 
gift we have, and that's our children. Yeah. I mean, when you when you think it's it's like this for me, Terry. You do it for my children. I'm on your fan club. You know, <laughs> you take care of my grandchildren and do something for them. I'm all for you. You know, there's something about reaching those children. Well, when you say that, Bert, is one of the things that mar- I marveled at. Is again, it's just if I could just give you know so much praise to God. You would sit there and watch as thousands of people would come in, and and you know I'm a pastor at heart, so you just you feel a little bit like what Jesus saw when he saw the the throngs of people coming, you know, and to hear the gospel, and uh, grandparents walking in with their little grandkids, and they, you know, the smiles on their faces, and we have a whole team of people that are there, and we're just greeting them and so welcoming them. it's a church them. project, right? Absolutely, yeah. and the whole church gets involved. I mean, we, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's a big weekend, but man, uh, you know, our church lives for Easter weekend. You, you all realize <laughs> back at home uh, that, man, this is this is it. Billboard driven <laughs> put up about Oh, it. yeah, th- this is money time. We we uh, we, we purchase a billboard uh, about uh, 45 days in advance, uh, put it in the biggest spot of our city, and, uh, and and we have folks coming from other communities. You know, it's not just a Tupelo thing. Uh, they're driving 30 miles to, to be here, part of this event. So Easter Sunday being the, I mean, the height of of the church year, Amen. you know, I mean, in attendance and every way. Sure. So you guys added to it. It wasn't just enough for people yeah. to come, and, and churches do this, say, you come. Yeah. Now in the South, we say y'all come. <laughs> right. Yeah, but anyway, come. And, uh, but now you added to that on Easter Sunday by going. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, you went out to them, but it's sort of you know the Jesus model here is that He came to give and to to go, and so we we do. It's Easter is what we build our whole church year around. I mean, it's the focus on that Sunday is an awesome day, and and I can't wait till tomorrow, Bert. But uh, you know, it's it's the day that I live for. But man, when can you be more like Jesus in the hands and feet of Jesus in the community? And I think the reason God has blessed our church and our congregation uh, the way He has, even going through a building program and all, is that uh, because of the fact that uh, he loves people and just to be out there. And our folks get to, to, instead of just reaping in on Sunday, they're out there with these grandparents and with these little kids. And there's no greater joy than to see these kids' faces light up when they see the eggs. We added something last year with a helicopter drop, and they uh, <laughs> they, they dropped out, out about uh, 500 eggs out of there, and the kids went ballistic. Man. It was awesome. So, hey, yeah. uh, a grand. Father being there, I would have gone ballistic over that. It was pretty cool. Okay, so the Lord did this for your church, but y'all saw an, a further need to invite, involve others. And so a yeah. year or so ago, another church comes on board. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, as God began to expand this ministry, and, you know, in the you know the practical side of it, we, uh, we've we added to something every year. Our, our folks in the church run this. Uh, it, it, this is so funny, is uh, I just get to come in and, you know. Do, You're hanging on. I'm hanging life. on. I do the public <laughs> side, and I promote it. But, man, our folks are running this, their ingenuity, got their creativity, their love for the Lord. And so we've got a lady named Christy Beard that heads it all up and just a, 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 just a, a whole throw of volunteers that come alongside of her. So they added prizes. Uh, we added the helicopter the last year. But the biggest thing uh, in, in my heart, Brother Bert, is uh, we had members of the congregation said, Pastor, you know, our community, you've been talking to us about God loves all people, all races. And they said, you know, let's live this out again. You know, it keeps coming back to bite me every time I'm preaching on stuff. Is <laughs> better the, be careful what better you be preach, careful preach on. And so we love that our folks are getting this. And so they said, Pastor, um, you know, we've got an idea again, and I'm 
always a little, you know, okay. And and so and it was a great idea. They said, uh, why don't we talk to uh, a predominantly black church in our community and uh, just build a relationship there? And I think our community needs to see us coming together. You know, predominantly white congregations and and uh, predominantly black congregations just seeing us fellowship together. You know, with all of the racial tension going on, especially here in the South. And so the Lord laid that on my heart, and I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. Called AFA and said, you know, hey, I don't even know some of the pastors in town here. And they recommended to me a guy uh, by the name of Pastor Jeffrey Daniel. And, that was um, dangerous. It was, but man, uh, me and in a the, good way. I'm it, talking about for the listen, gospel. Listen, in yeah. all sincerity, and I, I know our listeners, you know, can't see my face right now, but Bert, brother Bert, it was just, it was a God moment. Amen. Is God messed our two hearts to get this guy is the most humble guy. He pastors a church with over a thousand people, and we just, we were so different, you know, uh, um, you know, just watching us come together, the mutual love for the Lord, and out of that, our relationship, uh, friendship has developed with his wife, my wife, uh, you know, our fellowship time together. His church is, is incredible what God's doing there. We noticed that uh, predominantly, probably, uh, you know, we had so many uh, different cultures coming into this, and we said, man, this is a chance to make a statement in the city of Tupelo that um, we're not divided that we love each other, and there is only one color in the body of Christ, and it is the blood of Jesus Amen. Christ, and it is red. And I'm telling you, two years ago, we partnered with them, just got off the phone with Je- uh, Brother Jeffrey a while back again. They're they're entering our third year with that. Some of the most outstanding people I've ever met in my life. So now, when you walk through the gates at uh, Veterans Park, you have uh, black folks, white folks, they're together, loving on that community. I bet some Hispanics show yeah, up. Hispanics, absolutely, <laughs> and and yeah. what you know, both in our churches already, and so we're reaching every culture there, and, and it's just, and they're just seeing, you know, with Pastor Jeffrey and I at the front door, they're just hand in hand, side by side, greeting people, shaking their hands, and welcoming them, and then their folks have just been such an asset to the ministry, and so we, it was just our way to share with them and say, hey, this is not about Tupelo Free Will getting the glory. This is about God's work. And so what a you know you can't you can't outdo God and the more you give away the more He blesses you hey, and His shovel's bigger than our shovel Amen. That's, that's the neat part Amen. Amen Amen Well let me ask you this uh, you do this the Saturday before mm-hmm. Easter is yeah, that the day yeah, yeah and so people already have it on their mind Absolutely Now what we're saying is God may lay something else on another church's mind or another ministry's mind Amen. besides an Easter egg hunt Absolutely it may be something. But what an opportunity. Isn't it true on Easter? People have, they have this on their mind. They have church. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they know it, they have the gospel on their mm-hmm. mind because Jesus is, is, is the resurrection. So what a... Hey, when the iron is hot, that's when you need to strike. Well, that's it, and and that's you know whatever creativity allow the Holy Spirit to work in your all's church and congregation. And, and what I've not mentioned about all of this, brother Bert, is we do uh, a time, a season of prayer and fasting before this event. Uh, this is so bathed in prayer. Th- this is this is so beyond. You know, I, I I don't even want to do this interview because I just feel like I need to bring everybody in here to talk to you. This is such a God thing. We only so, have the two uh, microphones. Yeah, that's true. So it spent. would be really tight. Yeah. 
Harper. Would be this is as close as I need to get to Bert Harper. But anyway, face to face. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. bless Jan's heart. Anyway, and so, uh, but you know, it's just been such a God thing to to watch God answer our prayers and use the creativity of the moment. This is a serious moment to our listeners. This is what AFA exists for. We have the freedom in this country. To your point, when we started this program today, when you have the freedom to go into your communities, guys, this is why we take a stand for religious freedom. And and, and it's not because we want a war. It's because of the opportunities that God blesses us to to present the gospel in our communities. And so we have this window. Who who knows how long that window will be open? And folks are coming. Here's what happens. They come because we're giving away 40,000 eggs. We give everything away free. We don't ask for donations. We 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 give uh, uh, um, refreshments. They're going to get a coke, and they're going to you know have a good time, get you know face paint and all those kind of things. But here's what we do: before that event starts at ten, at eleven o'clock sharp, Pastor Jeffrey Daniel and I stand up, and microphones and speakers all over that park, and we stand up and we say, "Welcome uh, to the you know 2018 Easter egg hunt today." And here's why we're here today. And one of us will introduce and welcome, and then the other one will share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So they hear a black pastor and a white pat tag team, buddy. <laughs> we get on him. One of us presents the gospel, then the other pastor prays over them in the name of Jesus Christ. And Bert, I'm telling you, for about five minutes, we've got folks that are listening, and no matter what Americans think, with all of the tension about the gospel, folks still respect Jesus and God in this country. God bless America. This is what this is about. <laughs> There's something about the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, I've observed this, Terry. I love to talk about God. Sure. But when you narrow it down to Jesus, (laughs) there is an immediate attention. Amen. Uh, There's some people who, you know, in Spanish, it's Jesus, but in in English, it's Jesus. Absolutely. And the first time I ever saw that, it got my name, got my attention. He was a baseball player. I never forget it. Uh, (laughs) You know, back then, they only had baseball on on Saturday afternoons, and I would watch it, and there was this guy, Jesus Alou, I believe it was. Oh, yeah. And listen. And it was, and they'd put his name up in writing. I said, "That's Jesus." And uh, there's something about that name. But at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every Amen. tongue will confess. And I know they're going to do it later, but it has attention today, doesn't it? It, it does. Bert. And you know, funny story with that. I actually remember that, so I really feel old now because I remember that same <laughs> baseball player. But you know, uh, my wife's Hispanic, and uh, her grandfather had this that Jesus. And so when we would sort of like, "Wow, your your grandfather's Jesus," you know, yeah. and, and so when they spell that, and and that is translated over into our ministry to you know to, to the Hispanic community as well. And, and yes, and and it, and that's been amazed. Our church is now involved with uh, with the Spanish speaking people so much. And that that story that you just said comes over and over again is that the name of Jesus, no matter the culture, no matter the race of people, it still binds us together. You know, you're talking about reaching different cultures. Yeah. I, I've since I've started doing interim pastorate, you know, supplying while they're looking for a full-time pastor, I've been in six different churches. I don't think I've been in one that did not have multicultural, multiracial. Amen, yeah. And uh, it, it is changing. Now, that was not true when I first started. Amen. We're talking about the Hispanic population. Uh, we're talking about the the black population, Asian population, many of them. And so God is doing a work here and uh, I, I think God is using Amen. that in our hearts. And when they see a ch- two churches like this, predominantly white, predominantly Amen. black, coming together and doing a work, 
that that makes a statement about the power yes. of the gospel, doesn't it? And, and I love you know, it, and to our to our audience that are listening today too. There's guys that and let me just say this, you know, and very sincerely and, and humbly, and, and I hate to to say this in front of him as much, but but it deserves to be said. I lo- I honor guys like Brother Bert Harper, who've not only been a, a friend and example to me, but as they you know get a little older, you know, he's not <laughs> he's not got his foot totally in the grave, but it's tiptoeing around there, and is he you know and watching. This this gentleman over the last six, seven years uh, continue to serve and preach. They're still preaching this guy. And this, and so to our older ministers that are out there, man, keep on preaching the gospel. God is using you guys in places. And what a privilege to see a guy like Brother Bert Harper that still has the vision for the younger generation and a vision. And I love that, and we need that. What a message to America that us as older ministers going in, and it's still about reaching new people and young people for Christ. So appreciate that vision. I appreciate you sharing sharing that. I, I just want to tell you the power of, of being a grandparent. Uh, when 9-11 <laughs> happened in 2001, Phil Waldrop, a friend of mine, did a survey, and they found out that children who was at school, mm-hmm. fearful of what might happen, the main people who were called were grandparents. Amen. I get because it. <laughs> they, they were available. Yep. Parents were working, yep. but the grandparents were available, and they called those grandparents. Believe it. I mean, the, the ministry that we have as grandparents to pass it on absolutely, and, and keep that energy. You got me going now. <laughs> you, you don't stop and you, you don't, you, you know, there's no such thing as real retirement. Now Amen. I heard you may not have to punch a clock right, anymore, right. but you don't st- sit on the sideline and watch. You keep on going. And, and I see here you, that desire. But when I, I see about Easter and take making Amen. the most of that Sunday morning when they come, and you're probably going to have people there that have not been there before. Mm-hmm. What a time to welcome them Amen. into your fellowship as well, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it it does. It's a twofold blessing that again I just didn't see coming. You just got to love God's uh, role in this. Is that uh, our folks are more energized in their worship? Is what you know we understand in Christianity. The more you give, the more God refuels you and blesses you. And I love, you know, one of the things talking about even the the um, um, the older members of our congregation. You know what blesses my heart? I love seeing all those kids that day, and I love seeing all of those things happen. But I've got seniors in my church who are out there all morning long, the day before Easter, the big day, and they're out there serving cokes and passing out, you know, uh, Pepsi's and just uh, you know popcorn to these folks, and those kids run. To our seniors, Brother Bird, out there loving on these families, and that energizes your church on that next day. Man, our folks come pumped because they know we've been out there to be the hands and feet of Jesus. They come, and if you've ever been a pastor, you know how many times have you said, "Y'all just don't expect nothing to happen today," and you know I got to raise the dead before I can even preach. You know how many times we said that, man? I love that because when you've been out serving, you come hungry. You know God's fixing to do something on Amen. Easter Sunday, and there's something about what God. God does when you serve him, that your folks, it blesses your worship because folks are hungry to see the miracle of what God's doing, and he does it every time. I'm interviewing Terry Pierce. He's a pastor here in Tupelo, Mississippi at the Tupelo Free Will Baptist Church. We're talking about their ministry at Easter, how they reach out to the community. And three years ago, they teamed up with a predominantly black church. They're predominantly white church. Not all. It's fun to say predominantly. Isn't I had to learn a new word you yes, know, yes. because, praise God, God's Amen. breaking a bunch of those barriers that were there. And their church name is White Hill uh, Baptist yeah. Church. So yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for yes, bringing that. Yes, and we appreciate absolutely. Men, they reach out, Amen. and they're, they're doing an awesome job. They, they reach out them. with others, and I thank God for that. Terry, the results. 
have been phenomenal. Amen. It works in, in your people's lives, yes. the members. It's worked in your lives, but it's also worked in those that have attended and just come. Yes, yes. And it's it's been a privilege to just get to we, – we have other folks from other churches that, you know, come in as well that, you know, that have been a part of it. Uh, you know, Pastor Jeffrey and I have allowed a forum to uh, to speak about even racial reconciliation in our community, God's th- through those channels. And then uh, just, uh, you know, watching the, the folks come through. Uh, we've had folks that have come all 10 years, you know, and brought their grandkids and stuff, <laughs> and they come up to us with tears in their eyes and going, you know, this is one of our favorite events. We love to see a church not ask for money, not ask for anything, but to just give in the, in the community. And they love that part of it, that it's at a you know public part, and that we're there to just share with the community. And, and to me, that's what it should be about our community relationships. And I appreciate the city of Tupelo recognizing that church has an important cultural role yeah. in our city structure that we're here to support. We're here to help make this a better place. We're not there just to complain. No, we're there to, to make help. a better community, better community and better community and all the way around. And we support our city government. We pray for our leaders and we love on them. Amen. A lot of churches, not just Easter, but they'll show the first responders. Mm-hmm. Yes, Man, they've yes. given like a meal for their first responders Absolutely. and just love on them and appreciate them. City officials yes. that come. Uh, it, it's amazing how relationships can be built over things like this, isn't it? And, and it is. And now that, you know, we've done the very same thing with our first responders in our community. And now I love it when the mayor and other folks come by and they said, you're that church that's really not the biggest church in town, but you're the church that probably does more for the community. You just love on this people. And I love having that reputation. You know, of all the things you can have a reputation that's not about, a bad one, that's man. not a bad one, man. I am so thankful. And again, it's not even something that we set out to do. Just you got to give God the glory. So when people are praying, and they're saying, okay, what can we do mm-hmm. to get out of the four walls? Now, I know your church yeah. may be octagon, but anyway, out of the walls <laughs> of the church. And they need to think outside the box sometimes. Easter egg hunt. I mean, oh, we don't do Easter egg hunt. That's, you know, yeah, yeah. that's not Easter. It's about Jesus. Listen, uh, if you know, it didn't hurt anything. It hadn't caused any great uh, theological <laughs> right, issues right. in your church. So think outside the box and see where God would have you to do. And you've had people in your church, when you challenge them yes. to be missional, yes. they will start looking at what they're doing, where they work, and, and their creativity. And they, it's amazing what God might do. Yeah, I know that's a great point, Bert. And, and let me just encourage pastors: uh, take your time, do your research. We don't don't just you know throw an idea out there. Uh, p- prepare your your folks with with the gospel message. And what really led to us is we had objection to it. I'm in a Baptist church, so we have an objection. <laughs> they don't Je- believe it 100. <laughs> percent Is Jesus coming back? Well, we're going to vote on it anyway. But you know, we did all of those don't, things. Don't that, let our secrets out. <laughs> right, right. So sorry, sorry. But uh, but in all seriousness, you know, and, and I appreciate your transparency because I think guys. And our and our listening audience need to hear this. This wasn't an easy thing. This didn't just fall into place. There were challenges to it. Satan never wants us to do anything about that. And so we just stopped and we prayed together. And the more we prayed together, our folks just had a heart mesh and said, you know what, let's just take this on. Let's see what God does. And what we thought might be something, well, you know, are we going to compromise the gospel? Are we going to infringe or or lessen the name of
of Jesus has turned out to do nothing but magnify his name. And it's such a holy event now that, you know, preparation for our church. And so just obey these things in prayer. Know that you're going to have opposition. Know that Satan doesn't want you to do this. There's a lot of work that goes into this. It's not been an easy thing. But God, that's the beauty of what God does. He overcomes all those uh, obstacles. You were talking about that. We live in a real world, and Amen. nothing was more familiar to that than one Easter when our middle son was, was driving down the street on Easter yeah. weekend, and this is when the Smurfs were popular, and they had a guy out there acting like <laughs> Papa Smurf, and he says, I'm going to tell the Easter bunny that I saw Papa Smurf. <laughs> and I thought, oh, man, that's it. Terry, thank you for being with us. Thank you. May God bless you, and may God use you, and I pray this year would Amen. be just a great time of evangelism and mission. Amen. And just know that uh, to our listening audience, we pray for them to be able to have that. And we're praying that God will use this uh, ministry to bless your hearts. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions here on the American Family Radio Network.